this party started. <laughs> Hello, this is Sophie Dawson from sophiedawson.com and this is episode 143 of the Sophie Art Podcast, which is a little podcast that I do about the art and things. <laughs> and this one is about the things. Because <laughs> today we're going to be talking, well, it's just a little fun one really. We're going to be, it's just Christmas. We're going to have a little bit of fun for Christmas. We've got a special co-host for this one as well. For this one, little Dennis is in his house with Kitty. But the co-host for today is little Rodney. Rodney the reindeer. So this is all going to be Christmassy. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about some of my favourite Christmas films. Favourite video games to do with Christmas. Christmas memories. And then we'll have a little sing-song at the end. Like we did last year. Because I thought that was quite fun. So... I hope you enjoy this one and well I have actually also got back into my drawing which is cool so I've done a little drawing for my niece for Christmas which is cool so it was really nice actually last week's episode talking about not drawing enough it, it really did make me think that all I've got to do is start drawing yeah because I thought to myself you could spend hours talking about not drawing or you could spend that time actually drawing. <laughs> it was it was quite simple when I thought about it. Let's put little Rodney down so you can watch a video of this at youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson. And I am actually wearing a little Santa outfit. I've got my wig on as well. <laughs> I don't normally put this on much really. But I thought it'd be quite cool. A little bit Christmassy little thing. So Christmas films. Let's get into this one. So I got, I got, what have I got here? I got three, li- four little films really. The first one is the Snowman, which is a little animation. I think it came out in the eighties. I want to say, yeah, I can still remember exactly where I was when we watched that. I was in my little house as a child, mum and dad. I remember one Christmas it was on Channel Four. It just came out, and what it is is it's a little animation. 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes long. And it's it's all about this little boy who wakes up on Christmas, I think it's Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, and there's a snow, it's been snowing. So he makes a snowman. And then what happens is on Christmas Eve, he goes to sleep. And when he wakes up, he wakes up in the middle of the night and the snowman's come to life. And the, him and the snowman go off on a little adventure. It's brilliant. And it's got that song, we're walking in the air. <laughs> I love that one. It's very sad though. Very sad. I actually... I'd only watched that once when it first came out. I remember me and my mum, we were crying. And then, well, I think it was about two years ago. It was either last Christmas or the, the year before. I saw it in a second-hand shop. I thought, oh, I'm going to get that. It was Christmas. And I watched it at Christmas. It's still really good. It's really good. And the thing is... I. I don't think there was any talking. The whole film, there was no talking, because it it actually is a storybook. It's a pic. It's a it's a it's a children's book, just pictures. There's no writing in the book, so it's quite. I like that. The next one is the Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, I love this. For for me, this is the funniest thing ever. Well, one of the funniest. <laughs> I think it's one of those films you could watch again and again, and it's still funny. I like stuff like that, but it's it's brilliant. It's the Christmas Carol, so it's it's all to do with Scrooge and stuff like that. But 
but what's funny is it's the characters, the little Muppets. Yeah, it, that was actually the first Muppet film I ever watched, and I watched it last year. Because somebody said to me, have you ever seen the Muppets Christmas Carol? I said, I ain't seen that. So what happened then was I watched it, and I fell in love with the Muppets. And then I also, another one here is the Wizard of Oz. The Muppets Wizard of Oz. That is brilliant. The, the main memory I've got of that is there's this little Muppet called Pepe. Pepe the Prawn. Is it the Prawn? Yeah, Pepe the Prawn. He's brilliant. He was he was fantastic. But what I loved about that one was, again, the Muppets, they made, they made that. It's brilliant. So the, those three films are probably my favourite Christmas films. And then I've also put The Office with Ricky Gervais. Well, The Office is also something I could watch again and again, and it's always funny. But they actually did a Christmas special, which I, I thought that was really fun as well. Yeah, so those are my favourite things of Christmas. If I ask, what I like to do is every Christmas make sure I watch one of those sort of things. So this year I'm going to be watching The Office Christmas special. And I'm going to watch The Muppets Wizard of Oz with with my mum. I'm going to watch that. And then what I've also done is I've, I've thought about the things I've been watching at the minute. I've actually got into Star Trek Discovery. That's brilliant. Again, someone at work said about it. And I, I've not actually seen Star Trek before. The only Star Trek I've seen is the one with J.J. Abrams. Because I loved, I loved the TV show Lost. It was my all-time favourite thing, that was. Yeah, I loved that. I got addicted to that show, Lost. And then the bloke who made it, J.J. Abrams, he actually made a Star Trek film. So what I did was I watched the Star Trek film. I thought that was brilliant, but I hadn't actually watched any of the Star Trek series. And then somebody at work said, oh, you might like that. This was a few weeks ago. And I've, I've watched three episodes so far. And that's on Netflix. It's brilliant. What I love about that is this it's the special effects and it's the story. It's only three episodes in. There's three seasons. The story is all to do with quantum. So what happens is they're on a spaceship and they discover or well they their work they're dealing with these these quantum things which allow them to basically instantly teleport around the universe. It's brilliant. And I've also put the IT crowd, because that's another thing like The Office. It's one of these things that is funny, and it's always funny. It's it's about these three people, two blokes and a girl, who work in the IT of a like a big office block. It's just really funny. It's just absolutely funny. So I feel like Christmas. What I like, I think Christmas is it's nice to watch funny things. So I, I feel that this Christmas I'll be watching The IT Crowd, The Office Christmas Special and The Wizard of Oz. We've also got Christmas video games. So, well, when I think of Christmas, strangely, the, the game that springs to mind is actually Gran Turismo, which is a racing game. So this is weird because you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't really associate a racing game with Christmas. But the reason is... This is what I love about Gran Turismo. With Gran Turismo, they, the attention to detail that they put into everything, what happens is at Christmas, the game knows because the game looks at your clock. It looks at the dates on your system. And what it does is it starts playing 
Christmas music in the menus. <laughs> it's brilliant. So it's playing like Christmas tunes, jazz music in the menus. So it just feels like Christmassy. It's amazing when you turn it on and it's going do 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 It's brilliant. So I always like to play that dish at Christmas. Another one. What's the other one here? Great bit it playing jazz. What's that? Oh yeah. Oh, this is another game. Of, the games I've been playing at the minute. I've been playing Beyond Good and Evil. I'm right near the end of that. Because what I do is every Saturday I play video games. So I've been working through that over the course of about two months. And I'm right near the end now. That game is a, a, amazing. It's got these fantastic characters. You've got this really nice little girl. You've got a pig. And then you've got a bunch of other like characters who are... Basically, what it is is you've got a, a little village, a planet in in the in the so in the universe, is being attacked, but it's basically all to do with conspiracies. But what it feels like is that game feels like a mirror image of what's going on at the minute, with with all this stuff like conspiracies and trying to find the truth. Basically, that game's brilliant. For me, that game is all about the the story and the characters. Mainly the characters, I think. And then another one I've been playing is Dirt Free, which is another racing game. I really like the the handling on that one. Yeah, the the handling of the cars is brilliant. The sense of speed as well. It's fantastic, that, that game. So Dirt Rally is it's a rally racing game. But the thing I love about that, this little thing, it's always the little things I love. What happens is when you start that game, you put your name in. So I put the name Sophie every so often throughout the game and, it, and they sprinkled it in just enough. It's like it happens maybe once every f- two hours. They'll actually say your name. <laughs> so what happens is you'll, you'll win a race and at the end you've got these people talking to you like you, your crew. And what happens is this, this lady will come on and say, oh, fantastic race Sophie. And it makes you, it makes you feel special. Yeah, I like that. So that's, and then another game I've been playing is Beat Hazard, which is this little spaceship. It's a twin stick shooter, so you've got one screen with a spaceship, and all you do is you just you're just shooting stuff. But what's so good about this one is it uses your own music, so you could actually put Christmas tunes in there, and you're playing a you're playing a, a shooting game, little spaceship. You're playing this game that's it's bringing in enemies and stuff based off of your music, so. You could be playing, say, Jingle Bells, and it's all going in time with the music. It's fun, that is. But the main thing about Christmas, the main thing about video games at Christmas is, there's this YouTube channel called PlayStation Access, which I believe they are official. I think they're the official PlayStation channel. And what they do is, each year, a bunch of them, well, what they do is, each year, for 12 days, so it's the 12 days of Christmas, basically, what they do is, for the 12 days of Christmas, they do these little challenges. Fantastic. So what I would say is, I'll put links and everything in the show notes at sophielawson.com. But even if you're not into, I would say, even if you're not into video games, you might actually enjoy that. But even if you only watch one little one little video game thing a year, because what I do is I only really watch them at Christmas. So one year they did The Christmas Elf, which was one of them went into the game Skyrim. It's all based around Skyrim. 
one year it was based around what's that game called is it red dead redemption and then last year it was based around the game show crystal maze so what they do is they're basically well the best one for me was the skyrim one so what happened was one of them took over the character and he was called nathan the christmas elf so what he did was he went into the game and he wasn't very he wasn't very good at the game so that was part of it it was fun and what happened was you've got this other guy who's alongside him helping him play the game but the, there's this other bloke who was giving him challenges so one of them was like he said well an example would be he's in that game skyrim you've got this big massive open world you can do anything and you're like a little it's like a fantasy world so what? He, what? He, one of the challenges was like he says, what you got to do is you got to sneak, you got to sneak into this lady's house while she's asleep and go through her drawers or something. It's little things like that. So what he had to do was he had to creep, creep through the, creep into her house while she's asleep, and it's just it was just little crazy adventures like that. It was just so much fun. They're really funny. Lashes was really good as well. They they based it off the Christmas Christmas crystal maze they called it the christmas maze <laughs> yeah and the crystal maze is like a game show that's on tv i don't know if it's still on anymore what they do is they have to go into these rooms and do a challenge and if they complete the challenge they get a crystal so what they did was it each each challenge was a video game so like one of them what was it oh that was good yeah one of them there was two of them what, what they did was they had to tie their hands together and play a video game with their hands tied together stuff like that it was just it's so much fun and i'm really looking forward to it this year as well i don't know if they're going to do one this year because of all the stuff going on with their social distancing and stuff hopefully they do but even if they don't i feel like you could re-watch previous years ones they're fantastic they are the next little thing is christmas memories so i can talk about some of my memories for christmas what have we got here we've got PS1, Little Robins, FIFA and Virtual Racing, <laughs> Dad's Jam Tarts. I'm going to start with that one. So my fav- one of my favourite memories of Christmas, sadly, it may, I may never get this again, is my dad, he used, to make, he used to make jam tarts at Christmas. But what he did was perfection. These jam tarts, he had a way of like... He had a way of sort of doing the pastry so it was, it was as close as possible to being burnt i suppose but it, it never got burnt but it was just at that point uh, and also the jam the jam went strange but it was they would these jam tarts were like the best jam tarts ever and the thing is because i don't speak to my dad anymore at the minute well i may never be able to get these jam tarts again <laughs> that's, a, that's a shame that but nobody makes jam tarts like my dad I feel like that. That's the thing there. Another thing here is the PS1. What was it? I think in 1995. 1995 at Christmas. At the time, I'd only been playing the Mega Drive, the Sega Mega Drive, and the PS1 had just come out that year. What happened was I got a Christmas present. I opened it up. It was a PS1, and I, I didn't even know I was going to get that. I didn't even. I'd never even imagined I could possibly get that. I started crying. I've never had that before. It, that was one of the most amazing presents I've ever got because I didn't expect it. 
because normally when you get a present like that you sort of you've been asking for it or you sort of I wasn't even asking for it that's the thing I was buying all these video game magazines they were talking about PS1 and stuff and I was thinking oh that'd be amazing but I, I never I never said I wanted one or something so that that was like a that was, that was beautiful that was I wish they'd filmed that moment another one FIFA and virtual racing so one of the things for Christmas is a lot of my Christmas memories are based around video games because for me Christmas is a time to play video games because I love playing video games so this FIFA and virtual racing well I just remember I remember those two games specifically because what happened was <laughs> this is quite funny in the morning I got my Christmas presents and I just spent the rest of the day playing FIFA and virtual racing so everyone else was upstairs like doing whatever and I, I was just I was in my room playing playing these video games it's the best that was the best time ever that was another little memory is playing with my sister at the top of the stairs so this was back in like the 80s we used, I feel like we used to get loads of presents I feel like we used to get tons and tons of toys I don't know if we did whether it was just because I was so small it felt like that but one of my main memories is because what happened was my mum didn't like us playing my mum didn't like us making a mess on the in the front room so what we had to do was we'd go upstairs we had to play with our toys upstairs so what we did was we we always used to play at the top of the stairs on like the landing because then we had quite a lot of room so I just remember us playing these keyboards. We had both got these keyboards for Christmas. We must have really annoyed mum and dad. <laughs> but, well, for that whole day, both of us were just playing with these keyboards. I reckon they must have got in the right mood with that. <laughs> but we was having so much fun up there. It's brilliant. Also, colouring. I seem to remember getting lots of colouring stuff for Christmas. We used to get these weird things. They were like these tubes. They were like these tubes with... You'd, you'd pull it out and it had loads of like big sheets of colouring paper things, like little drawings. Like You'd get like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ones and stuff, and you'd get a little packet of crayons. I used to love those. Also, those little things you used to get. It's like a pair of binoculars with a little thing at the side. You'd click it and you, you would see like little things, little like... Well, each time you clicked it, you'd see like a little cartoon or something. And it would go through like a story or something. There was this other thing I had as well, which was amazing. What it was was it was like a projector. Yeah, it was like a little, I don't know what it was, a projector with like little slides. You'd put these little slides in of cartoons and it would project it onto the wall. Massive. I used to love that as well. And the other thing I got, what was the other thing? Thundercats. Yeah. I remember playing, oh, this was a weird memory. <laughs> this is a little bit sad, this one. I loved Thundercats as a child and one of the things I've been wanting for ages was P- Panthers he had like a, he, basically one of the Thundercats is called Panther Panthro yeah Panthro and he had this um, he had like a tank so he had this massive tank and you could put all the little characters into it you could put like Lino and, and all, all the Thundercats into it Christmas Day comes and I've got this thing I was so excited I, I put it all together <laughs> on that first day I broke it I was very rough with my toys back that, back then I used to also smash all my cars up yeah I'd always have these little cars and I would just basically what I'd do is I'd, I'd, 
I'd drive these cars into each other, smash them up, pull the doors off, smash the windows. It was weird. I used to just love destroying stuff as a child. Another thing I used to do was, especially with my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I used to throw them out the window, because I lived upstairs, I'd throw them out the window, I had a crabbing line to go crabbing, like I had like a basically like a fishing rod really, but like a little crabbing thing with a hook on the end. What I'd do is I'd throw me Thundercats out the window, me turtles, and I'd have to try and, what I'd then do is I'd hang out the window, <laughs> I'd throw me little crabbing line down, I'd have to try and hook onto the Thundercats and pull them back up. <laughs> That was brilliant. It's a bit dangerous though, thinking about it now, because I was I was hanging out the window. But imagine if my mum or something was downstairs, and they were looking out the window. They might have seen like a thundercat going up through the sky. <laughs> That's quite cool, that. What else have we got here? Oh, the Commodore sixty four. Yeah. So me and my sister got a Commodore sixty four for Christmas, which is a little video game thing. That was amazing as well. The main memory I've got with that is getting the, the game called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This is another little sort of disappointing memory as well. So basically, back in the 80s and 90s, it always used to be about the arcades. You'd, you'd go into these arcades and play video games. And they were always much better than what you had at home. That was one of the things. That's what killed the arcades, was the video games at home got better than the, in the arcade. So there was no point to go to the arcades. Which is a shame because the arcades were special. I really do miss those actually. But what happened was there was this there's this game in the arcades, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What it was was a little, little side scrolling, beat 'em up. You could have four players and all you did was you went from the left to the right, fighting all the like the, the bad guys like Shredder and stuff. So I really wanted that game for the Commodore. And then Christmas comes around, I got the game for Commodore, Commodore sixty four. I loaded it up, so excited, I started playing it, it was a completely different game. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't It was the game in the arcades, it was this weird, it was this weird sort of side-scrolling game where you walked around and you went into sewers. It was more like a sort of, it was like a slow-paced, a, th- <laughs> a slow-paced puzzle, it was, it was like a slow-paced adventure side-scrolling thing. I remember it being a little bit hard as well, whereas the game in the arcades was just, it was just button mashing fun. Yeah, it it was like, there was no skill involved really with the arcade one, and I wanted that, so I was a bit disappointed with that. The good thing, the memory I got of that though, is it came in a really nice box, because Commodore 64 games, they were on little cassettes. They used to come in these plastic, like cassette tape boxes. Every so often you'd get a special one which had like a cardboard box. So it felt a lot more special. I I remember Robocop had a box like that. But this Turtles had a really nice box as well. (laughs) Oh, and my little... Well, I've got another memory here. Two more. Another one is Tomb Raider. Well, this this game for me, Tomb Raider, the original, I feel like that actually changed my life in a way. Because what happened was, back then, this was in 1997... I was living as Kevin. I was still very much in denial and stuff about being transgender. And all the video games back then always used to have to play as male characters. Tomb Raider comes along with Lara Croft. You get to you get to be this explorer on this epic adventure, but you're controlling a female character. 
So I, that was the first game where I really connected with the character. And what happened was that whole... I got it for Christmas for about two weeks. I did nothing but play that game to the point where I look back now, it really feels like I went on that adventure. It was quite amazing, that. But the thing is, that game for me was when... That game for me was when female characters started to become a big part of video games, really. So I feel like that game was a lot more important than just being an amazing game. Because it was also one of the most beautiful, spectacular games at the time, really. Because it was the first sort of 3D game. You had Super Mario on the N64, but that was like a cartoony game. This Tomb Raider was realistic. And it was massive, that game. It, looking back now, it's not as big as you remember it. But at the time, it was a, it was this massive 3D world. I feel like Super Mario was probably more impressive looking back. Because it, it was more... I think that game was probably bigger. And it also had more height to it. Saying that, Tomb Raider had a lot of height to it as well. Yeah, that game was brilliant, that Tomb Raider. That first one. And the last little memory I've got is shopping with my mum for Christmas. So what happened was, this was in 2015, I think. I was, I just, I'd basically come out as being transgender. That's, in 2014, I came out as being transgender. But for the next few years after that, I was still very much sort of, what, what would you say? I was sort of, um, well, I was still very nervous. And I wasn't also confident enough to be myself but what happened was at Christmas me and my mum well my mum took me shopping for girls clothes <laughs> for Sophie clothes so I was Kevin walking around shops buying girls clothes and stuff with my mum that was amazing that's basically the first time I'd ever gone into a shop looking for girls clothes my mum really helped me that day she did yeah it was amazing so that's probably one of the best memories as well I've also got something else I wanted to say about. So on the on the YouTube, on my YouTube channel, I've, I did these book, I did these little little review things of this magazine called Dangerous Ink. Now this is amazing. Dangerous Ink is this magazine. It's all about like, well, it's an alternative arts magazine, all to do with ink. So like inking. But what it is, you've got very strange and crazy artwork. And I, I looked at all of the issues. And then last week, no it wasn't, a couple of weeks ago, the person who created that magazine, so the editor, actually contacted me and said that they had, his name is Tom, he said that he had a load of artwork, like basically proper artwork from the artists that he used for the magazines. And he asked me if I would like them. <laughs> Some of them are very naughty. You've got like Batman being a bit naughty. But that's what I loved about that magazine. It was so... The artwork was so strange and unique. And I said, oh, that would be amazing. So he actually... He, he actually sent me a load of these... Like, basically, prints and stuff. But they're amazing. So this was a... This is like a little Christmas present... And one of them, there's this character called Creepy Cat. I've actually got, I've actually got an original Creepy Cat signed by the artist as well. So this is amazing to me. And this is a the thing that they're signed by the artists. 
I could not believe it. So that was like a little Christmas present thing, really. And well, I just thought it was brilliant and beautiful. I can't get back in the thing. <laughs> I'm going to look after these, though. I'm going to ch cherish them. And I just thought, how amazing is that? That you're doing all these videos and stuff. And the thing for me is, you're doing these videos, reviewing books and stuff, and you think, you don't really imagine that people are going to be looking at them. But the amount, like, I've had actually people, I've had actually artists contact me who I've done videos of, saying thank you and stuff. It's amazing. I just find it amazing. So let's, I think what we should do now is a little Christmas sing-song. One of my favourite Christmas songs, <laughs> one of my favourite Christmas songs is actually E17's Stay Another Day. So that's what we're going to do. And, well, little Dennis and Kitty and everything, they're all going to join in. We're all going to play, play a little sing-song. So let's have a little, you can sing along as well if you want. Should I, I, don't, I never know whether to sing these like properly or well I can't sing that's kind of the beauty of this stay now stay now baby if you've got to go away don't think I can take the pain won't you stay another day? I like doing that. Oh, don't leave me alone like this. Don't you say it's the final kiss. Won't you stay another day? Don't you know we've come too far now? Just to go and try to throw it all away. <laughs> Funny. Thought I heard you say you love me. That your love was gonna be here to stay. But I'm bum, but I'm. I've only just begun to know you. All I can say is won't you stay just one more day but I'm bum but I'm baby if you've got to go away I can't sing this bit it's a take the pain won't you stay another day oh don't leave me alone like this don't you say it's the final kiss? Won't you stay another day? I touch your face while you are sleeping and hold your hand. Don't understand what's going on. But I'm bum, but I'm bum. Good times we had return to haunt me Through with you All I do seems to be wrong Bada bum bada bum Oh Here we go Baby if you've got to go away Don't think I can take the pain <laughs> Won't you stay another day?
stay another day. And that was that. As you can see, I'm not a very good singer, but I enjoyed that. I love that song. It's probably my favourite Christmas song. I think it's, I think it's a really nice Christmas song. That. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> hope you enjoyed that. And all that's left is this week's little inspirational quote. Well, and Happy Christmas as well. But this week's inspirational quote is beautiful. It actually comes from an anonymous person. I don't know who said it, but it says, "May you never be too grown up to search the skies on Christmas Eve." So what I'll say is go out tonight and have a look at the skies. Yeah, and just think about think about the universe, really. I've got a feeling 2021 is going to be the best year ever. I've got a feeling something strange is going to happen. Something really strange is going to happen in 2021. So strange that it's going to transform the way we see the world. I think it's going to be amazing. And I think it's going to be to do with the skies. So this week's inspirational quote, May you never be too grown up to search the skies on Christmas Eve. Anonymous. Little Dennis is going to have the final say, I think. Rough.